You are about to enter a great adventure. This is Strutting from Gorilla. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Strutting from Gorilla. We are back after a little layoff, and we are doing our Royal Rumble review today. And as always, alongside Mikey Cash here is Big Vito. Big Vito, great to have you back in the A-hole chair. Let's do it today. Like chat GTP, I got all the answers today, Mikey Cash. I'm ready to roll. You're damn right. Even though they couldn't figure out if it really, if the Montreal Screwjob really was a work or a shoot, but that's a story for another day. Before we get into the episode today, folks, let, let us uh, give you guys our info on where you can find us on the socials. On Facebook, it's at SFG Podcast. Twitter and TikTok, at from underscore gorilla. Instagram, at SF Gorilla Pod. And our website is struttingfromgorilla.com. If you go on there today, you'll actually see a little blog post from Vito, who was so excited about the Royal Rumble this past weekend that he just had to post something. So go on there, check it out. We also have an archive of other reactions from myself and Vito. Um, it'd be great for you guys to check it out for us. Uh, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. Now, without further ado, we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble, the most recent premium live event from WWE. Vito? You know, you talked about my blog post, and mm -hmm. I tried to, you know, channel, channel my inner oracle and talk about how this was going to be the greatest Royal Rumble of all time and blah, 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 blah. I was excited. It was a, it was a different page of Big Vito's book, right? Normally, I'm most Mr. Negative about WWE, but I tried to be really, really positive this time. And I was excited for the mm -hmm. first time in a long time. Like the buildup to this WrestleMania, or I'm sorry, this Royal Rumble um, was pretty good. And not only that, but I talk about how there are a lot of great storylines going into this. It wasn't like in mm -hmm. the past where things have started and stopped and started and stopped and they cut stories off. Right. So, um, you know, I still think it was a great rumble. Um, but you know, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. I mean, what, what were your overall thoughts before we talk match by match here? I, I thought that you're pretty spot on. They did a really good job of building to this particular rumble. Because, uh, like you said, in the past, we've all seen it before. There's been a little bit of like a lackluster kind of build to it, you know. So the, I thought it was really good for them this year. It felt like there was a couple of different stories going into the Rumble itself. Uh, Lesnar and Lashley, that whole thing was building up. You also had like, well, the Bianca and Alexa had a, had a good build up. Obviously, the whole bloodline thing with set, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That was, I think, one of the biggest straws. And obviously, the, uh, you had Bray and LA Knight in their Mountain Dew, Code Blue, Pitch Black match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked a Mountain Dew, Code Red match. That would have been really good. But uh, I suppose not. So, <clears throat> But the biggest story, I think, was Cody returning from injury and announcing himself as the Royal Rumble. Uh, I will say my only criticism was that I, I kind of wish he didn't announce that he was going to be back. Uh, that it would have been a great surprise at number 30, but maybe they were worried about getting the same reaction for Cody as Nia Jax did as number 30. Yeah. You know, call me a fanboy cause I am, <laughs> Go for it. but, uh, I was, I was really set that the rock was going to come back. I thought they were trying to swerve us a little bit, giving us the, Oh, he's not going to make it to WrestleMania. He can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, if you've followed the young rock show, which I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I, I plan on it, but I mean, it's just so wrestling based and the stories set up in there too. I'm like, it's, it's in Hollywood. This is perfect. Like what a perfect just ending for the rock to mm -hmm. come in and finish his last match. I mean, everything would have been set up perfectly. Um, and then when they put the men's rumble on first, Mike, and they had Cody give his like, you know, shining moment. I was like, oh, this is perfect, right? They're doing this because this won't overshadow Cody's moment. It'll actually be great because it'll be at the end of the show. Plus, more so than anything, 
I'm just happy they put the title match on last. Like that was something they always used to do and they should have continued doing that. And now that we have two rumbles, which is great. Having that title match on last is just great. And I, I, it should be, the title is like the pinnacle of everything and it Mm -hmm. should be that way. Um, but you know, uh, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, it was hard when it was so predictable, but to Cody's credit, and I was not the biggest Cody fan in AEW, and I know you weren't either. I didn't have a problem with the guy. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. I just, I, I just didn't. He didn't do it for me in there. And he's come back with this, this charisma and this confidence, and I can't help but enjoy it. Like you can see yeah. the effort, you can see his passion, you can see he's fired up. You can see he's like wrestling wise, he's on another level right now mm-hmm. and making other people look good. Like the, and we'll talk about it, but him and um, Gunther. Yeah. I mean, Gunther, I think you're going to say this, but I couldn't have agreed with you more. He was the highlight of that match of the WrestleMania, of the, I keep calling it WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble match. Like even the, the, what was it? 10 minutes that they had in the ring by themselves was great. It was great. Right. They had a whole nother match at the end. Well, we're, we'll get to it in a minute, but I, a, a couple of things that you mentioned, I wanted to just comment on too. I a hundred percent agree with you about the title match should be the, the final match. I think mm-hmm. if, if what you're conveying to the audience is that this is the most important title there is, then it needs to be on in a position that, that showcases that. So it can't be like in the middle of the show. Like I get having segments with the champion sort of scattered throughout the show. That makes sense. And maybe depending on if there's another storyline because you and i have seen that before sometimes there's a story that's just like superseding everything else and you just want to give that the shining moment that it deserves but that should be more of the exception not the rule that in general the title match anything involving the title should be on last but that's just personal opinion i guess you know things change but i'm with you on that so i was glad that they did this as well and i i was surprised because i i always worry especially now that we have two mat- two rumble matches that you'd be a little bit spent by the time the main event rolls around. So uh, I I was really happy to see that that crowd was not dead. I mean they were dead during the Hardy performance, but they were not dead <laughs> they were not dead during the the main event. So Yeah. No, I my guy, I'm spot on. I, I mean, I know we like to agree on a lot of stuff cuz we are of the same cloth here. Um but uh, it, it was a good rumble. Like I, yeah. I look at last year's rumble and I hated every second of it. I think if you go back and listen to our rumble review, the fact Brock Lesnar came in one, like it was just a yeah. disaster. It wasn't great, but mm-hmm. it was something about just everything going on. The Seth Rollins, even Logan Paul yeah. coming in and having that spot yeah. with Ricochet, like I, Logan Paul, I'm the first to tell you, I hate the celebrity things. And especially when they treat them on the same level as wrestlers, but Logan Paul has just, he's won me over in with his wrestling. You know, I, I think he has done a great job and uh, yeah, I, you know, one spot that I thought was really cool in the rumble mm-hmm. was uh, when Gunther and Lesnar went eye to eye. Cause there's been a lot yeah. of talk about, you know, Lesnar and Gunther at WrestleMania right, and Lesnar right, doesn't right. want to do it. And it was great to see him stick up to Lesnar. And I don't know if that was planned or not. I but know, I know. Gunther's really gr- growing on me. And it's the, the difference here is they're not pushing him per se. Like they're giving him the, the belt. Uh, right, but, right. But he, when, when you can live up to the hype a little bit uh, and have confidence and just the way he goes about himself. I just like it. I don't know what it is. There's just something in there that I like. I, I, I think he's going to be a, a, a good, a good star moving forward. I, I don't know why You're I just, right. he can I, I, wrestle. He's, he's a big guy. He's okay on the mic. Like he doesn't even need the mic. He doesn't skills. need it really. He yeah. doesn't need it. And he has the other guys in Imperium to sort of make up for that. Um, so I think that I think you're absolutely right about Gunther. He's got such promise. And if anybody watched his stuff in NXT UK, he was phenomenal when he was wrestling under the name Walter. 
so if you, if, Vito, if you haven't seen it, I would suggest you go back and watch some of the old I NXT have. UK stuff because he had absolute classics with Pete Dunn. Yep. And it was just, I mean, it made him hit. I was uh, matches with him, matches with Tyler Bate, Ilya Dragunov. Um, I, he just absolutely crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. And he was champion, I think, for almost like two years as well. He was yeah. almost, almost as long as Roman Reigns. So he absolutely dominated in that that area. So I think they saw that and sp- Triple H probably specifically saw that and wants to bring that into here. And it's taken a little while, but I think you're finally starting to see why he brought him over. He's so good. He's so good. And that really made him. And, and I've heard a lot of scuttlebutt around Lesnar and Gunther eventually kind of matching up together. They hit hard. I, I think Lesnar would like working with him. I, I, I really so. do. I think he would actually enjoy it. He'd be like, yeah, all right, this guy's going to beat the fuck out of me and yeah. I'm going to beat him up too. So I, I, I think there could be like a really fun match there. I don't know if it'll be Mania because it seems like they're building to Lesnar and Lashley. But I think eventually down the line, maybe SummerSlam or Survivor Series later this year, you might see Lesnar versus Gunther. I'm calling yeah. it now. I'm calling it now. Yeah. And you know what, though? You can tell. The thing about Cody Rhodes is I feel like he likes to work with guys that know how to wrestle, right? Like yeah. he had the match last night with um, Chad Gable, right? No, yeah. who did he? Was it Chad Gable? No, he didn't wrestle Chad Gable last night. That was Seth Rollins. Um, mm-hmm. Who the heck did he? Oh, Finn Finn um, Finn Balor. He had the match last night, which I was like, "This is a great match to end Raw." Like, yeah, two good wrestlers. You know yep. what I mean? Like, and that's the stuff I want to see. You know, like love the Miz for whatever he's worth, but sorry, he just to me not a wrestler. <laughs> like, he just isn't a great wrestler. Maybe now and then he'll have a good match if you put him with someone who can make him look good. But, um, anyways, I, I went off. I went off track here. So yeah, yeah. The Rumble uh, thought it was great. Um, great match. Great Rumble it, match. Yeah, and the whole story about Cody coming back and wanting the belt and his desire to have it and it just it's great i i wish you're right i wish it was a little bit less predictable um but it, it can be predictable but if it was executed well which i thought this was then it i'm was. fine with it it was, it was fine it was. it's yeah. it's okay it to sort of know what's well. coming as long as they do it well yeah i also thought the spot with lashley and lesnar was great yeah because you know lesnar comes in and usually it's oh toss this guy out oh toss right. that guy out oh, to-. and then you know finally he gets tossed and then he gets pissed when he's out there it was great <laughs> it was great no i love some... the i love the lashley lesnar angle I, again I know, I know and i i gotta so i have to put this out there r.i.p to the rumble spots for kofi now he got he, <laughs> he fucked up the second time in a row and i i think he's I think he even came out on Twitter and said it and said like the universe was telling him like it's done now. He's not going to do them anymore. Yeah. It was great while it lasted. It was, it was innovative. What exactly happened? I thought they showed a spot where his like foot was on a chair or something. I I think they were going to try to do that, but it looked like he clearly like just was on the floor rolling around (laughs) and then just his foot ended up on the chair. Uh, I don't know like what the original spot was supposed to be because Woods had one of the announcer's chairs, and I don't know if he was going to, like, jump on it, and then Woods was just going to, like, roll him back over, but, like, he, he jumped and, like, <laughs> everything just, like, went ass over tea kettle and just, like, bounced into the announce table. It was all over the place, and they were like, is his foot, is his foot really just on the chair? And yeah. It's like, no, it, it's been on the floor for a while, dude. <laughs> it's all over. Speaking of the announcers, how uh, awesome was it when Pat McAfee came back? Dude, I, you know... <clears throat> It's so great to have him back. It was it, like so the energy was different as soon as he got back on the announce table. And I wonder if Michael Cole legitimately didn't know he was coming back because I've never seen him so Cole excited. So excited. Yeah, he was like fired up when he came back. Fired I think up. One of my highlights, and, and the people I was watching this with don't really watch wrestling, but they liked him for this. <laughs> like everything was like sponsored on Saturday night, which was really weird. But yeah. <laughs> even the the clock the countdown clock for the royal Rumble. yeah Applebee's. <laughs> like, and then, like, pat mcafee wasn't saying a word for like 10 seconds and he just goes shout out to applebee's and we yeah, just, he did. Like, yeah, he i did. just started laughing like what no <laughs> why you're in the middle of watching this this sporting event and shout out to applebee's just yeah, want to throw it out there 
and they brought up the banger bros thing like uh, uh, i know did. i was like okay oh. let me ask you did you feel like this felt straight out of a dx playbook you just push the envelope a little bit and like yeah. allude to it and mention it like oh wow really banger there and just like yeah. continue to throw that word in like even cole was throwing it in like what is going on don't yep. they they know that that's porn right yep. <laughs> so i i thought that was really funny it, it, in my head i was like that's definitely a Triple H move because he 100%. would do that. And they have done that. That yep. USA letter. Remember when they read that whole thing yeah. when they were part of the X? So I, yep. I thought, okay, all right. So he, he's still got a piece of that that humor and he can just like skirt it. Yep. Big big McAfee fan. I thought that big was a great McAfee moment fan. in itself. Um, so I want to bring that up. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought the Rumble was fine. I, I enjoyed was great. it. One of, my, uh, one of the, the better men's Royal Rumbles for sure. Yeah. I would agree. I, you know what else was great too about it? There were some spots where there were some beefy boys in that rumble yeah, all dude. at once. Like it was Gunther, Lesnar, Lashley, Braun. Uh, was it Otis in there at one point? Too? Otis, almost. Uh, I mean, uh, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, yeah. yeah, and they dude. were they were banging some each dudes. other. Just oh man, yeah. You know what it I was... noticed about this Royal Rumble, and I. I Tell me if you think this is this makes sense too, but they have gotten they did a lot better this year and they have in in the last few years of not having too many obvious loser entrants. Because yeah. I think that was something that always kind of took us out of the rumble in years past, was there were so many people coming in that you were like, There's no way this person's winning the rumble. Like it's right. it's it's a long shot at at best. So right. this year felt like, oh, you had a lot of guys that like might be able to make a claim to it. There was a lot of dudes in that rumble that, I mean, who Drew McIntyre, all the guys that you just mentioned could mm -hmm. have been people that they were like, oh, maybe we'll strap the rocket to them and just surprise people and see yep. what goes on. So it was, it was nice. It was nice in yep. that way. Loved it. I'm a big fan of the rumble this year. Uh, at least the rumble match. Yeah. Well, um, should we, uh, it, did you have any other thoughts on this rumble? Cause I feel like we ended up just kind of getting into it. Yeah, no, I really don't. I, I thought it was good. Uh, I really did. I loved how they ended the match with a, or ended the rumble. It wasn't just like two people, then boom, one person's out. It was like a 10 yeah. minute match afterwards with, with uh, Cody. I think that was a good way to build up Cody coming in at number 30 and winning it. I think they needed yeah. to do a little bit of that of like, make it feel like he still earned it. Yep. I, I, I worried that people especially on Twitter would probably bitch about that. Oh, he came in at number 30 and it was in for five minutes. And then that was it. Like, yeah. no, he was there. He was in for another like 20, 25 minutes. So at oh, least you mean, he, he had like a, an actual match. Oh, you mean Brock Lesnar didn't come out at 30 and eliminate everybody in five minutes yeah. and yeah. call it a day. That, that, that shit drives me crazy. Listen, so. Lesnar doesn't get paid by the hour. No. He's ready to go. <laughs> it, I wish I got paid in the amount of time I worked like Brock Lesnar. Although again, over the last couple of years, I'll give him more credit. You know, the new Brock has yeah, cowboy Brock is yeah, fine. Yeah. The no belt Brock is my favorite Brock. <laughs> no belt Brock. You know what? I can agree with that. I could totally agree with that. So, all right, let's move on though. Um, let's <laughs> talk about talk? this. Let's talk about this uh, pitch black match. Um, what were your thoughts on it, Mike? Well, uh, I wanted yeah. to like it more. I know. I That's how like I feel. More. I thought, in a weird way, I thought the black light was kind of cool. I thought that it, like, the way the ropes looked was cool. <clears throat> I wish And LA Knight's outfit, too. Yeah, it was, that was, I liked that a lot. I, I liked certain aspects of, like, the theatrics of it. But I just feel like it rarely translates to something that the crowd sort of can really sink their teeth into. And I just feel like the crowd does it to themselves sometimes. I know this is like victim blaming, but they clamor for Bray Wyatt to come back. He comes back and he gives you exactly what Bray Wyatt gives you. And then people bitch about it. So like, what did you, what did you expect to happen when he came back and started doing this? Yeah. This has been the Bray Wyatt character since we've known him. So yeah, I don't see, understand why. So I, I can't really get mad at it because this is who Bray Wyatt is. I don't blame that. It's not always something I can get into, but this is who he is, not just as a performer, but like I, as a person. I think this is who he is. He's he's out of the box. 
He's going to be unorthodox. He wants to send a message in a very specific way. And Triple H sort of works with him and, and gives him that freedom to do so. But the trouble is people in the audience don't always perceive well they don't really i think comprehend sort of what he's trying to do sometimes so i think it just it ends up falling on deaf ears and i think you kind of saw that at the rumble unfortunately i just you know this build-up was what four months in the making here yeah um i think the build-up was too long like for the payoff we got yeah. like i yeah. i don't understand where his character is going to be honest with you he should somehow come back as the theme. And yeah, yeah. here's the reason why. You know, what what the what the hell is this new guy? Like I don't understand what he the Uncle is. Howdy thing. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It it makes zero sense to me at this point. I don't know where they're going. And at first it was a mystery. Oh, I don't know where they're going, but it just seems like there's no like if he's just going to be the fiend again with a new mask, like what the hell are we doing? Like, just go back mm-hmm. to the fiend. Everyone loved it, you know? And I, it just, I, I don't even love his new music that he comes out to. The fiends music was great. Character was good. Yeah. He crushed people, but we can temper, we can, we can play around with that mm-hmm. a little bit, but this new character, it's like, I just don't get it. And I, I think LA Knight did a great job of being the opponent on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. I thought the match sucked. Like meaning like I I don't care about the actual physical match. Yeah. I couldn't see half of it, so it didn't and I, I bet you if you were in the crowd it's probably hard to watch it. Anything. You're just seeing like a bunch crowd, of highlighted like pieces moving around. The crowd was dead. And probably because they couldn't see anything. Um so I just I didn't understand how it was going to work from the get-go. Um, and if we're just going to go back to the fiend in wrestling in red lights, but this time it's pitch black because he can't wrestle. Yeah. Then what are we doing here? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me that if you're going to have a storyline like that and have all these characters, like it's got to have a payoff. And then you go into the Alexa bliss situation and how do they even correlate with one another? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, I think that whatever connection they're planning on having with Bray and Alexa, I remains to be seen. I think they're clearly throwing stuff out there. I think we're going to have, we're going to keep having more of these little teasers. Like we saw at the rumble after she lost and she's just looking up and then something pops up on the screen and it's Bray. So I don't know. I, I, and I don't know if you caught the press conference afterwards, but Bray did say that him and Alexa have a connection and they'll always be connected. And it sounds like, He's already they basically confirmed like there will be something happening with them on screen in in some way, shape, or form. It's too long. It's been too long. People are getting restless here. Like, yeah, I, I think, I, I, I'm it, fine it, with his storytelling. I know it's unorthodox. <laughs> I know it's different. I don't have a problem with that. It's just like I can't tune in. I used to get excited to tune in to watch The Fiend. Like, honestly, legitimately, if yeah. you go back and yeah. listen to a lot of our podcasts, it'd be like, he's the only reason, him and Alexa sure. Bliss were the only reason we were watching Raw at one point. Right, right. And now it's like, okay, I tuned in, he came back, they did like a five-minute thing. Hi, I'm Bray Wyatt, and I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was the same thing over and over and over again. And it like, it just, it's not doing it for me, Mikey. It's not doing it for me and I want it to, but like, I, I, I gotta tell you the truth. It's like, it's just not right now. So I'm hoping that changes. Um, if they, if, if this is just going to be him and weird characters and uncle howdy jumping off shit all the time, yeah. um, uh, un, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Well, I, I, <laughs> I know I, hopefully they, they'll have more, um, They'll kind of have more sort of straightforward matches with him because not everything needs to be a gimmick. So I think maybe if they have some just like regular matches, it'll be a little bit easier. But uh, I mean, this was like his first real match back. So it just felt like a little bit of a dud to me. And 100%. the person that I think about is, you know, Bray Wyatt isn't going to be going anywhere, but I, I was worried about LA Knight and how this would affect him. But I kind of think he still walked out looking all right because all of the lead up 
you got to see just how natural he is on the mic. He's very good. He's Real very good. good. Might he, be the best. You can tell he has conviction when he talks. So you don't you don't want him. You do like you you listen to him. You're listening to what he says. And not for nothing. Like he had he stood his own with the Undertaker, uh, you know. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. I, Raw 30. So it was I, I love LA Knight. Big LA Knight fan. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope this is the start of a little bit of a push for him. I don't think he needs to be like the main guy, but I think he could hold his own with all of them. I really do. And I hope that he gets that push. Uh, but I just, I don't see where the Bray Wyatt character is going. Um, and you know, if the highlight of your match is uncle Howdy jumping off of, uh, of, you know, whatever that thing was, a, a rafter or whatever mm-hmm. onto the ground, then it's not a great match. And I don't expect Bray Wyatt to have bangers. That's not what I'm signing up for. Right. Yeah. I, I, it really isn't. I I just I don't understand the character. That's my mm-hmm. thing. I understood right. the theme. Yep. I understood. Hey, this guy's got two personalities. He comes out. He does the Firefly yeah. Funhouse, and then <laughs> wrestling matches start, and the fiends there. Okay, great. You know, right? And he now it's nothing. confusing because there's that plus this other thing, and I, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of the Uncle Howdy. I don't know if it's Bo Dallas. I don't know who the hell it is, but whoever it was. <laughs> Totally misjudged that elbow drop the other night. It was like oh. like overshot city, and what did somebody? Uh, I think it was like Botch Club on Instagram. So called him uh, Uncle Hesitant because yeah. he like almost like he he hesitated and then jumped and then he like overshot it and it was a whole thing. But I don't know. It, I, I, I guess also, I I can't like fault that too much because I wouldn't do that. So you know, one of the criticizing. biggest criticisms of him is the fact that he comes back and squashes people pretty much. Yeah. And then ruins the other side. And so what does he do? He comes back and then no sells these kendo stick shots. And it's like, what are you, I, I just, yeah. I get it. You're trying to build that character. We all know that's the character. Like we don't need that. We don't mm-hmm. need that. Maybe this is just his slow transformation back to the fiend. Sure. I don't know. I, I, I no just, clue. I just don't get it. It's, it's like, it's not far enough away from the fiend where it, it's a different character. It seems like the same thing to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, I just, I'm not sure either. We'll see where it goes. But yeah, but I thought that was probably the worst match of the night, in my opinion. And yeah, I, you know, the, the Rumble is a tough event because I, I always, again, now that there's two, I think the crowd is there for the two matches. And yeah. if you're giving them any singles matches in between as like, uh, I mean, not for nothing, it's serving as filler. That's the way I see it. These matches are serving as filler to a little bit of a palate cleanser between the two Rumble matches. And, and maybe with the exception of the, the big title match. But, you know, the rest of those, like Bianca and Alexa, it was good. It was serviceable. But it wasn't anything to write home about. It's fine. You, the, the outcome was never in question. I had no, no doubts that Bianca was going to win. And yeah. she did. And she kind of dominated. It was a quicker match. It was, I think it was quicker than their match that they had on Raw. So yeah. I, I don't know. There, there, was, there wasn't much I could really offer in terms of like anything, any real thoughts on that match. It was just sort of, it was there, came and went. Crowd was fine for it. I think they were just happy to see a match that wasn't under blacklight. So yeah. I think they, they naturally cheered that. Yeah. I just think they're doing a lot of great things with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And I, don't want to see them blow this one with with Bray. That's all. I, I think they have an opportunity to have another yeah. star there, and it's unique. It's different. And I just – they got to have – they've done a great job with – is it continuity? That's the word I'm looking for, where mm-hmm. they, they do a good job making sense of things lately. And this one just, to me, is off the rails a little bit and has a chance to get back on. But it really has to, you know, get on those rails soon. Otherwise, people are going to lose and it's going to go in a different direction. So yeah. Yeah. anyways, no, that's my two cents on that. So we can move on now. I think we've talked about it enough. More than <laughs> enough. And, and like I said, I, there isn't really anything to talk about with Bianca and Alexa. So I think we can move forward from there to the women's rumble. Yeah, sure. If you had yeah. any thoughts about it, I, I didn't really. No, I love Bianca it. Belair. Um, I kind of knew going in, this wasn't. And it's nothing against Alexa Bliss. I think she's no. a great wrestler, but I think Bianca Belair is in a different level right now. Unfortunately, um, yeah, it just Big time. 
yeah, and it didn't seem like a match that really even needed to be on uh, the pay-per-view. Um, but it needed to be on because they needed some filler. I they guess. It needed to be on because they needed time in between. You couldn't just have... If you had the Men's Royal Rumble, the Mountain Dew match, and then the Women's Royal Rumble. Right. The biggest take out of it, though, was the Uncle Howdy thing. And it's like we yeah. just saw a whole thing about Uncle Howdy. You don't need it right then and there unless, unless like, all of a sudden, you know, that connection comes back. There's just, like, the payoff. I like That's my new thing. The payoff just What's wasn't the payoff? there. Yeah, the payoff wasn't well, there. Hey, listen, get ready. Get ready for a lot of this at WrestleMania. You know it. Yeah. You know already. If you if this is what it was for the Royal Rumble, just imagine what kind of shtick is going to be there for Mania. So yeah. prepare no. yourself now, Vito. You have three months. Listen, I don't I, I can't go back in time and tell you that every WrestleMania that I've ever watched has had payoff for every match. I don't oh, need that. Absolutely not. I don't need that. I don't need that. I just like the the stuff that I I get excited about. It's like the Bray Wyatt stuff. I just want the payoff to the stuff that matters, mm-hmm. right? And I'll talk about the payoff a little bit more when we talk about Roman right. and, well, and Sami Zayn. Right. But we're going to talk about that. Yeah, but let let's let's move along. So yeah, Alexa Bianca, you know, it's fine. Great, Thanks. Fine. Thanks yeah, for coming. Sure. Right. Okay. All right. So the women's rumble. Rhea yep. Ripley runs the fucking gauntlet. Man comes in at number one. And wins it. So now, throughout the, the annals of time, Shawn Michaels is the first male to do it. Rhea Ripley is the first female to yep. run the gauntlet at number one and win the Rumble. She was phenomenal. I mean, she yeah. had... Ta- I mean, we talk about Gunther's performance in the Royal Rumble match. She also has to be up there. I, I, I think at one point, she almost like... I don't know if she broke her nose or something, but... Uh, she was doing some move to Dana Brooke, and I don't know. There was some sort of miscommunication, and like Rhea's head got like whipped back, and you could tell she was kind of pissed. And then her nose was bleeding, so I I wasn't sure if that meant like something was really wrong at the beginning of the match. But she seemed to recover, and she was she was just badass, man. She was great. She had a lot of great eliminations. I think outside of her, Liv Morgan was another honorable mention there because she was sort of that. She was, I think, playing the Gunther role. She was. She didn't win it, but she had that Iron Woman role. She was in there just as long as Rhea was and held her own. She looked great. I, I'll continue to say that Liv Morgan has had a real, like, probably one of the the the, the most improved wrestlers I've seen. Just uh, not just in terms of character work, but her in ring work is much more crisp than it ever used to be. So I think she's she's really coming along as a performer. Uh, Chelsea Green debuting and then getting eliminated as number one was actually hysterical i know some people complain about it but i thought it was really funny and she's playing it really well and even um uh matt cardona aka zach Ryder, <laughs> has been like posting memes about it like all over twitter and stuff so it's been really like they've been just like hamming it up and i, I feel like that's like that's sort of like the best way you can play that kind of thing off and uh, I, I think it's also going to play into the character she's supposed to have this time around. I don't know if you read anything about it, but the rumor no. is that she's coming back playing like a quote unquote Karen type of character. And she already had uh, some sort of like YouTube thing where she said that she needs to like talk to management about what happened at the Royal Rumble already. So I think <laughs> I, I, I think it could work. It could just be like a funny spoof on that kind of thing. Uh, I think she she could pull it off. She's a really good like character wrestler. So I think yeah. she has that. And uh, what about Rhea Ripley? I mean, not Rhea Ripley, uh, Nia Jax coming back as number 30. I was just fine with her not being in WWE. Yeah, yeah. I was just I fine. Was, That's one I was return. Too. I was like, this has One no return, I, I saw it come out. I saw her come out, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, I just. I know. I, I know. Not, a, not a fan. I don't think she's a great in-ring wrestler. Yeah. She's a larger woman, like not just like, like big, but like big, like she's tall and she's unique, but I don't, I don't know. I just, she doesn't. Yeah. I thought it was a one night thing, but it turns out she's back back. She has merchandise and everything. So I don't know. I don't understand. I just don't, I never thought she was very good. I think just in general, I I don't care about her. Our politics don't affect me. I don't give a shit about that, but. She's just not a great wrestler. And that's what I care about. If you're going to put somebody in a ring with other people, 
They need to be people that know what the fuck they're doing. And I don't, I, I don't, it's not that I don't think she doesn't know, but it's almost like she doesn't give a fuck. So That's I exactly just don't, it. like, it's hard for me to invest in you too. So I, I don't know, but I don't want to spend that time bitching about Nia Jax. I wanted to just throw a little bit of high of, of a, a shout out to some of the NXT talent that was in the sure. rumble, because I think that was, even though I think ultimately the men's rumble was stronger this year. I think one of the highlights of the women's rumble was having the NXT talent in there, specifically Roxanne Perez and Zoe Stark. Now I, I know, I don't, I know you don't watch a lot of NXT Vito, but I, I do. And I got to say that those two are shining examples of what the women's division is going to be coming in the coming years. I think they're both fantastic wrestlers and they had a really good showing. I think it's also really great that you had a lot of good vets in that ring during the times that they were in there and it just sort of like to help them shine a little bit. So I just wanted to put it out there. I thought they were great. Um, like I said, again, Liv was the iron woman um, as a sidebar. I just want Bailey and Becky to have a match at WrestleMania. Just one-on-one. No, doesn't have to be for a title. I think the both of them should have it and should be hell in a cell. Just, I'm just throwing it, uh, just throwing it out there. Cause they already tried to have a cage and people came in. So I feel like the the next best thing would be to do it that way. Unless they do Elimination Chamber and they have them as part well, of Well, they're doing a steel cage match next week on Raw. Yeah, well, they've said that before. I know, I know. Well, this time maybe they won't get cut off because, uh, you know, it was Raw XXX, you know? Right. But, yeah. no, I, I, I agree. I, I think... Um, I, I have a hard time. I, I like Bailey. I, I, I do, do too. But it's hard for me to see her as a heel. You know, she came out and did the like, give everybody hugs situation. And then I, I don't know, some of the stuff she says as a heel or like last night on Raw, she just said some, all she did was like shit on the crowd. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem super organic with her. Not yeah. that she's a bad heel or anything. Um, I, I I, I don't know. I I'm fine with it. I, again, not, not, mm-hmm. not anything wrong with it. it just, that's yeah. just my opinion on all of it. Hey, listen, um, I get it. That's fine. Yeah. You're entitled rather, to your opinion, even if your opinion is wrong. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But no, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I, did you notice, uh, did you watch raw last night or you haven't caught up? Uh, I started watching it a little bit this morning. So I, okay. I've only gotten past the first segment. So Becky Lynch started using the man. She's back uh, to using that again. Yeah, because, and I think this is a big thing. Um, Ric Flair obviously was at Raw last week, mm-hmm. and I guess they him pay him, um, uh, Becky and Seth like buried the hatchet, as you want to say. Oh, okay. About that yeah. whole situation, I'm assuming he was like, "Look, if you want to use it, go ahead," because she right, said right. it like four or five times, and she hadn't said it in a while. So, okay, um, cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the, good on Ric Flair's part, I guess. What the hell does he have to do with it? He's fine. Well, because he, he did this whole thing about uh, going to court with them about the man because she yeah. stole it from him. Technically in some weird way, he thinks, because she goes to be the man, you have to get, you have to beat the man and I'm the man, you know, that's how it all started. And he was all butthurt about it. And I think that's when he had got let go by WWE. So yeah. he was just being a dick. He he needs to stop. Yeah, he I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> anyway. You know? Anyway, I'm going to go off on a rant in a minute. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. All right. I want to talk about the. Let's get to the main event, baby. Yep. All right. Let's talk about it. All right. Who's going first? You can go first. All right. Let's do it. Uh, okay, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. God, that's a mouthful. They need to fix that. Um, I think I, I don't even really want to focus on the match because the match was good. Match was great. I have no no problems with like the layout of the match, the pacing of the match. Both of those guys know what they're doing. They told a good story. I am still thinking about just like the 10 minutes post-match of this whole drama that unfolded. It felt like Shakespearean what I was watching. It was, it was one of the best examples of 
great storytelling that WWE has put on their television for a very long time. And it was it was executed about as as well as it possibly could have been. I, I don't I don't think there was much more you could have asked for there. I think you had the intrigue that had been building for months about Kevin getting in Sammy's ear and saying that they're using you. This isn't real. The, the connection you have with them is not as real as you think it is. And then also the, the, I think sort of the wake up call that Sammy was getting when he was watching Kevin just get beat down and then he gets handcuffed and things were just sort of escalating. And I, I loved the parallel and people have shown this all over Instagram, but you know, you could you could see the parallel that was about to happen with the breakup of the shield versus the breakup of this bloodline. There was that that piece of it. You know, Roman turns his back, he gets hit with a chair by Seth. Roman turns his back here at the Rumble, Sammy hits him in the back, and so it's just that that perception of of betrayal by someone you thought was your ally, even though we know that Roman is essentially like the he's like the toxic boyfriend, like who kind of gaslights people. And if you, if you, we were watching my, my wife and I were watching the, the build up uh, video to this. And there's, there's so many examples of, of Roman, like being like the gaslighting boyfriend to Sami Zayn. And he's like, Oh, you know what? Why, why don't you go find Kevin? Go, 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 go be with him. You don't even want to be here anymore. And just like manipulating Sammy to be like, no, 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 I do. I want to make this work. You know, it's like, it's, it's hysterical that, that they pulled it off so well. But what, something that that really stands out to me after after the chair shot and the Usos sort of realizing, especially you know Jay, kind of saying you know, he doesn't want to do it. I I feel like this is a really good full circle moment for Jay because when I think back to when the Bloodline storyline first began, when Roman first came back from like the whole COVID layoff and everything, one of the the first rivalries he had first feuds was about was with jay and it was about getting him in line for the bloodline and jay was the biggest holdout he was the he was the one that wasn't really listening and kind of fell in line over the last couple of years but now he's sort of coming back out again so i think that's been really that's a real interesting character point for me i've been rambling a lot Vito, what do you think I mean, you, you're spot on with all of this. Like, yeah. I, I love it. Um, you know, I, I will say this. I, I think you're getting too. I, I'm, I'm a little intense about it. So. No, 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 no. I think you're getting too like very hot people, right. Mm-hmm. That are, it, it, it is, I agree with you. It is definitely the hottest thing going right now. And it is one of the best storytelling that they've had in a long time. But here's where I, I, I think it started, right? And what's unique about it. I will compare Sami Zayn in this instance to Daniel Bryan when he had his yes movement, right? Very organic. People got behind him. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan didn't have a push. He was going up against Triple H and Stephanie and all that. And he was hot, you know, as you could get, right? Yeah. And Sami Zayn's the same way. This is all mm-hmm. organic. And I'll tell you Natural. when it started. It started last year at WrestleMania with the Jackass, um, the Jackass uh, mm-hmm. match. You saw a different side of Sammy that could wrestle, told a story in the ring with something so ridiculous that turned out yep. to be probably the best match of the night at WrestleMania. It was so fun. It was great. But since then, he's taken off. Like, and mm-hmm. and he's done a great job, and his character's been great. And I watched the the uh, Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull session with Sami Zayn. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, watch oh, it. Oh, it's great. You'll learn a lot about Sami Zayn that I didn't realize and in, in, in how, you know, storytelling and in the ring, he's spot on with a lot mm-hmm. of it. And he knows how to, to do that. And you get that on top of someone who can present a character in a certain way. And he's been red hot. So you put that in there with, uh, Roman, who's, you know, at the pinnacle of the wrestling world over the last couple of years. And it's been a great storytelling. And if I'm Kevin Owens, I'm loving this because yep. I'm reaping the benefits of all of it by yeah. being in there as well. And Absolutely. it's, it's great. Now I'm going to talk about the payoff here. All okay. Right. This all right. is Let's where go. WWE can really shine or shit the bed. Sami Zayn needs to win the WWE title. If it's not the Rock at WrestleMania, so. 
Yeah. It needs to be Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn with Sami Zayn winning. The payoff on that, you're going with the guy who's red hot right now organically with the fans. That would prove to me that WWE is listening because WrestleMania is all about that. And talk about the pinnacle of a payoff where he beats a guy who hasn't been beaten in three years. Right. And he was supposed to be his like protege and this guy that he brought on and, and Roman Reigns had trust in. And Sami Zayn has the makings to be able to do that. Will they do that? Probably not. But if they were smart, that payoff at WrestleMania to end the night would would it would be a great 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 move for them i'm telling you right now that that would be great i don't think they'll do it obviously because you have roman versus Mm -hmm. cody um but we'll see what happens uh i i just that to me would be where i would want to see it going they've done a great job of all the storytelling and even paul Heyman and all of this has been great like just Mm -hmm. like being the maniacal manager being like no get him you know Fuck Sammy. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Um, I, it's, I I think they're supposed to fight at Elimination Chamber, right? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it probably. was announced last night or what, but it, it's going to be in Montreal. So I think that's kind of a perfect storm to have a semblance of a payoff match there. I, I Ultimately, I think it would be cool for Sammy to be the one that, that dethrones Roman Reigns after all this time. I I just think it's going to be a tough not that it's a tough sell I think it's just it's like w- just shitty timing that this is all happening now as you're building up to WrestleMania and I don't think the rock is here I think it's that's no the it's I, he's busy I so it's too. not going to happen it's over which I is fine so with me it's it's fine it doesn't it it, it we all we fantasy book like motherfuckers around here when it comes to poor wrestling so I think this was one of those things that kind of took off and I think they they decided let's see if we can maybe make that happen, but it, it's not. And quite honestly, dude, you know, Rock. It's been ten years since his quote like actual last match against John Cena, and I just don't imagine that his in ring ability has gotten any better in those ten years. And I don't want him to sully himself by like coming back one time too many i i listen it's the problem we always i have with the undertaker was that he kept doing that and it became a parody you know rock came back and had two big matches and he injured himself twice in both of those does he need did he need to really do that again like i know it's not going to happen but that's just sort of like my thoughts on it he did he didn't need to do he doesn't need to do this again it's fine you have your legacy leave it at that just leave it yeah, but here's where I'll disagree with you, Mike. I normally am the biggest mark for all these fantasy bookings. You know it. I yeah. It's what I talk about all the time. Yeah. However, this one's different. This one is much different than others because this is the perfect storyline for him to end his career in a way that we all know, okay, The Rock's older now. You know, you wait a couple more years and he's going to be over that, that prime where he might yeah. be able to give you a semblance of some decent match i don't even care about the match i just think having him come in with this family bloodline feud in hollywood to end his career us knowing it's his last match would be like a storybook ending for the rock we all know he's not coming back to do any big runs you give him a one-off match against the hottest wrestler that we've seen in decades outside of john cena like i just think it's the perfect way to end it and it's part of his family like to me, that's why I would want to see this. I just think that there's a lot going into it there, um, and I, I think it would be great. I just think it would be a great way to end and to end it. That's all I'm you trying to get say. That. I get forget that. Forget about and the Austin situation. Yeah, forget yeah. about the Austin situation. Forget about all these other part timers coming back. This isn't this isn't that type of thing. I also believe I like to see the Cody Rhodes situation because mm-hmm. I think that's a good situation too. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, um, but I, I just think the Rock situation to me would be the best way. I think you'd get a lot of eyeballs on yeah. WrestleMania. I think it just would be great. And plus, you know, the guys coming out with the XFL, uh, mm. what a great way to yeah, promote it. it. Yeah, like yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot 
for it. Um, I agree. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. But I don't think so either. We've seen crazier things in, we have. in WWE. We have. Um, I also, you know, I, oh, this is a sidebar. I'll, I'll yeah, actually, I'll yeah. mention it later. But, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I think the Bloodline thing is obviously a, a, it's fantastic. a great storyline. It's fantastic. And, um, and just even the way Roman Reigns took that chair shot. Yeah. Like, like just like, oh, like you could see right. it. Right, he was, was so dramatic with it. It was just good. But it was good. That's a, that's a Paul Heyman script right there, though. Yeah. I can tell you right now, Paul Heyman said, listen, when you take this chair shot, this is how I want you to do it, right? Like, like that you is were a shot in the back, exactly. uh, right? Yeah, by your exactly. brother, right? Yeah. And and yeah. this isn't the first time he's been shot in the back by his brother. So it's right. the same. It's the parallel there with with the shield and with the bloodline. You know, right. Roman. Like it's funny because he's building himself as this character who I can do well when I'm surrounded by other people. He yep. ne- he's like he needs it and he needs to keep those people around him. So he'll yep. do whatever he can. He'll manipulate. Yep. He'll do whatever. Like it's it's fantastic. It's phenomenal storytelling. Like yeah. that's what I mean. It's it's one of the, it, yeah. it's one of the best stories that they've told on WWE TV and for a long period of time, which yeah. is is another criticism that WWE usually has. Like, I they know. can tell a good story, but usually it's not very long. So they like they've told this story for a while, and, and I just think it had everything. It was intriguing. It was compelling. It was heartbreaking. You knew yeah. what was going to happen, but you still found yourself like, oh, shit, they're beating up Sammy. Like, how are they doing this? And I I cannot believe this, but this got Roman nuclear heat. That crowd was chanting fucking <laughs> yeah, Roman to close the show out. It was, Which is great. It's, <laughs> but that's beautiful because yep. that's going to work for Sammy Zayn and it's going to work for Cody, too. Because I yep. did just watch the opening segment of Raw this morning and that crowd hates Roman. As soon as yeah. Cody mentioned his name, it was the Roman sucks chance. They they're yeah. firmly behind the idea that he is just a piece of shit. So it's right. it's perfect. It's perfect. You know what? What what I'll tell you right now though. But you mentioned that you know Roman Reigns, and this will be the last time we talk about. It. I have yeah, a couple yeah. other things I want to say before we end the show here. There we go. But um, Roman, you talked about him needing to be surrounded by other people, and I'll I'll tell you, you want to know my biggest thing that changed my opinion on Roman Reigns. What? Like the number one thing, his entrance music. So, yes, I, I hate Roman Reigns. He's a heel, whatever. But I love the fact that he's not the push down your throat, baby yeah. face Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I, I just remember, and it's it stuck in my head. It's the WrestleMania where he came out like number 30 and everyone was like so Booing. mad. But it's, when his music hit, it was that music. Bennett. Bennett, Bennett, you know, I was like, oh, it's just like, it's synonymous with me just being pissed off as a wrestling fan. So when they changed his music, which is great music for him, yeah, great music. and then he walks down the ring slowly. I will say this, when when they I saw the length of that, uh, that ramp that they were coming down for WrestleMania, I was like, oh my God, it's going to take Roman Reigns an hour like, and a half. Like, to yeah. walk I mean, he walks slower than The Undertaker, and I thought yeah. Undertaker walks slow. Like, but those Undertaker, are the Randy things. Orton, Roman Reigns, longest entrances ever. But those are the things, Mikey, that, again, I don't know if it's a Paul Heyman thing or whoever is giving him these little tidbits, because it's not Roman. It is definitely not Roman that's doing these things. You I don't can know. tell you. Maybe, no. maybe. You don't think he's developed? Do you think the guy just like blindly walks around and just listens to everything everybody says? Like, No, yeah. I don't. I don't. But I really think that, you know, these little things are, I, I really think it's a Paul Heyman thing. That's what Paul Heyman does. Like I, it, Paul Heyman, lover, love or hate him. I know everyone says, oh, yeah. you know, the guy go, whoever he's managing is, is gold, but he understands the little nuances of what will make a difference. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling yeah. you that there's the okay. little stuff that he does. All right. I believe you. I, I would, I would bet my house that if we had an interview with Paul Heyman or actually Paul Heyman would probably lie out his teeth and say he did it anyways. Right. But whoever was around, I would be willing to bet it was Paul Heyman's idea. That's, I, that's just I my think thought. I, I'm going to only disagree and say that I think it is a collaboration. I don't think it's just one exactly. person coming up with these ideas and Roman just has zero input. I think he has, I, I, I think you're selling the guy short a little bit. I mean, he's, he's now been doing this for quite some time. 
I think it's safe to say he he has some ideas, and so, and not all of them are bad. Just no, like no, definitely of, not. All Hammonds are going to be good, but I think when it's a collaboration, you can get the best out of one another, and I think that's what you're seeing here. Okay. I just think the collaboration is 75% Paul Heyman. <laughs> I, listen, I don't know what the ratio is. I'm just saying that it's a collaboration. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. okay. Fair enough. There you All go. Right. Uh, speaking of Paul Heyman, before we end, so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I give I know the rumble. You, I, I hold on. If you're going to, if you're going to give the rumble a grade, let's end on this for the rumble. Mm-hmm. What would you give it? A minus. Okay. I was going to say a B plus. Yeah. I mean, it's right okay, around there. Fair enough. If the Mountain yeah. Dew pitch back match wasn't on there, I'd say it was an A. <laughs> I've, 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 or, or if Hardy wasn't there, I, I, I didn't need that. The show yeah, it was like eleven thirty. Yeah. I don't need this Jamoke coming yeah, on and singing me his country song. I don't give a shit about it. Okay. Yeah, it at least it wasn't Bad Texas. Bunny. So that nobody, alone... nobody there. Most of them aren't from Texas. Nobody gives a yeah. shit. Just like give us the match. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So anyway, B plus that for us that's a high grade. So good for you, WWE. Right. Um. I know we could go off on a tangent about this subject and we haven't mentioned Mm -hmm. it at all. And we haven't had a podcast in a while. So I want to hit on this before I hit on my final point. Vince McMahon coming back. Um, Mm. You know, he's like a cancer. He just doesn't go away, man. And I have utmost respect for Vince McMahon because of what he's done in the wrestling business. You can love it, hate it, say he killed a lot of things, but his passion for wrestling is what it is i just like go away and, and he, he the, the smart motherfucker that he is found a way to manipulate it i i i don't want to see wwe sold to someone shitty like quite honestly i hope tony khan buys it to be honest with you like i really what a, do what, what a full all circle people... moment that would be yeah, for, for vince who bought out all of his competition to be bought out I... by competition I know, I know, but we'll see. I think the Saudis are going to end up buying it. That's my thing, and I unfortunately we'll don't want that at all. We'll I, I just don't. But I, don't know. I had to mention it because we haven't talked about it. Maybe on our next podcast we can hit on it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. uh, if we even want to, I don't know if I really want to. I just right. need to if you want to see me go on a rant for an hour, then fine by me. I mean, isn't that what we do anyways? I guess it's true. I always got something <laughs> to complain about. Just ask my wife. <laughs> All right. So last thing I want to talk about, because I, I was on vacation last week, I was in Aruba and I had a book sitting on my shelf for quite some time. It was Sabu, Scars, Super Glue and uh, Bloody Chair Shots or something. I forgot the exact title name, but written by Kenny Casanova, who is a friend of the show. Well, he's not, but um, kind of his... Uh, counterpart uh vinnie berry who we're hoping to have back just came out with a new book yep. uh pro wrestling uh vault two um he wrote this book uh kenny casanova did uh about sabu probably five six years ago maybe longer and i went into it you know open-minded and it was a great book um you know like any book that's self-written uh because it was told by sabu i mean i think there's a lot of things that are embellished um but a great great story for a wrestling fan who wants to see a transformation and a story about old school wrestling going into the new school age Mm. he gave a great great rendition of how he was trained talked a lot about rvd there's a lot of uh, passages in the book from ecw but this guy has traveled everywhere. He's been in every promotion, literally every promotion, does every independent. The guy's love for pro wrestling is um, on another level. Like I would say almost obsessed with it, to be honest with you. Um, lots of great stories. Uh, and I think maybe one day we can do a, a spotlight on him. I never thought I would say this, but I honestly believe he's probably – after reading this book, one of the more influential wrestlers as far as style goes in pro wrestling. Sure. Um, and it starts back with him and his uncle, who's the Sheik, who, not the Iron Sheik, who stole his gimmick, but the Sheik, who is one of the better wrestlers known around the world um, right. from back in the day. Right. So great book. Make sure you check it out. Um, it was sitting on my shelf for a while, and I'm, I'm glad, I, glad I was able to, to give it a read. Awesome. Well, hey, you heard it from Vito, folks. Check it out, and I'll be buying that book myself, and it'll add it to the list of many books that I have to catch up on reading. So, any final thoughts, Vito? We, it was a hell of a show today. 
Yeah, I think the last thing I'll say is, um, you know, I, I know me and you like to use DraftKings, right? And we um, one of the things they do uh, that's a lot of fun, you know, wrestling, obviously it's scripted, right? Uh, I won't call it fake. I call it scripted. Um, but they do a, a pool uh, before big events that I like to do. And I, I do it every time. It, it adds a little bit more excitement, right? Like you're not going to bet mm-hmm. money. I usually like, you know, an NFL game, I'll bet five bucks, 10 bucks, yeah, whatever, yeah. add a little juice to it. But um, the, the pool adds a little bit of, of fun. They come up with some questions and you fill them out. It's free um, chance to win some money. It just adds a little bit more excitement to it. So uh, give it a check. I'd highly recommend that you, you check it out, sign up for a DraftKings account and, um, uh, give it a try. Uh, I know you've done it, Mikey. You won some money. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've won some money on a pool before. It's, it was great. Yeah. I think I won yeah. it like last year for, might've been SummerSlam. I think I might've won some money. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. So give it a, give it a check. Um, they're, uh, friends of the podcast and, uh, you know, we enjoy using it ourselves. So absolutely. Well, thank you Vito for that. And, uh, we want to thank everybody who is, is here on this journey with us, listening and subscribing. We hope you continue to do so. We hope you continue to spread the word to your friends. And uh, we look forward to bringing you guys more content on the website, more content on the socials, and obviously more episodes coming down the pike. So uh, until our next episode, keep on strutting, jabronis. We now return your perception of reality to you. Until next time.